I'm not afraid of real estate anymore. You know, I was afraid of it. I was like, oh, these are the big dogs, right? Like, how am I going to even do something with, don't, don't you see on TV, like everybody's talking about millions they're making and what am I, who am I to make millions? Welcome to the First Gen Mastery Podcast, where we empower first-generation immigrants to master the path to abundance and freedom through real estate investing. We are your hosts, Austin Wong and Aman Shahi. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of First Gen Mastery. I'm Woo! very excited <laughs> because today we have a very truly amazing guest on the show. She is a real estate investor and a certified neuro-linguistic programming, aka NLP, success coach. I know a lot of you might not know what that is, so be sure to stick around for the episode because this is a very powerful concept to grasp. Welcome to the show. Sue Godin, how are you doing, Sue? I'm doing fabulous, guys. So, so grateful and so psyched to be here with you and going through this process and sharing what I know and uh, having fun while we're doing it. So, yeah. Absolutely. I, love yeah. The I feel the energy in the room already. So let's, get, <laughs> let's get started. Yes. Um, so tell us about your story, Sue. Like, who are you? Where did you come from? And how did you come to the U.S.? Yeah, so I think that, you know, I, I have to tell you, this is a, a, a great way to uh, reach folks out there that uh, might be feeling hopeless, right? Like I, we all struggle, we come from a different places, different backgrounds. So I grew up uh, in Istanbul, a Republic of Turkey. Um, and for those of you who don't know, it's uh, south of uh, uh, Russia, right? It's not Russia anymore, but you know, it's around that region. Um, and I came here when I was really young and um, struggled uh, with my, I, I would say the way I speak, the accent that I had. Um, and people would ask me, oh, where are you from? And, you know, and then they would have this pre-assumptions about what I am about, where I came from, right? Like they would ask me, oh, Istanbul, oh, great. Do they, do they cut hands over there? I was like, what? Like, oh yeah, Midnight Train or Express. Have you seen that movie? I'm like, no, 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 no. It had... <laughs> Right. So I was like, oh, my God, some people just, you know, don't have the insight as to yeah. for you as a human being, where you come from, what you experience. So I struggle with that. But really, when I started um, getting into mindset and started connecting all the dots for myself, uh, what really came up for me was that my upbringing and, uh, and, and what type of environment I had. So I grew up with divorced parents and my my uh, dad was alcoholic and he he drank a lot and it was that was a really dark season right I was you know really young and you know six I think they got a second divorce when I was six years old and you know he would talk a lot when he drank the abusive way and you would say to me like oh your mom doesn't love you blah 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 blah, blah. and he could get physical at times so um that trauma, right? Like we all have them. We have micro traumas. We have macro traumas, right? So everybody's definition or experience may differ. But for me, that was a trauma at a very high level because I made decision at that point that I'm not worthy. You see, I didn't know that consciously at the time. Subconsciously, I was making those decisions. Oh, I'm not worthy. My parents rejects me. They don't love me. Yeah. Um, so when I came here, uh, United States, and started getting a job, working, you know, and I, I was like, okay, I got to go get education because I'm not, you know, I'm not making enough money. So I went and got education and, uh, you know, got in the high in the ladder of, you know, corporate world and become a director and own the department and so on. But under from somebody looking from outside, they would see this success story, somebody coming from another country and, you know, getting a great, you know, living a life, right? Dream life. But that wasn't the case for me because I had this inner conflict. I had limiting beliefs and uh, not feeling worthy. And, you know, um, all of those things, which I didn't know consciously that was blocking from me to go forward and live the life that I wanted to live and create. So, um, sorry yeah. to interrupt. When you yeah. said you were feeling like you were not worthy, mm -hmm. I read people, like I read the psychology 
people start thinking like, oh, I maybe I need to achieve more. I need to do more every single day. I need to be more masculine. I need to be having a better career to feel like, yeah, I'm worthy. People mm-hmm. are running towards career or one certain things and they keep forgetting Then they need to go inside, not outside. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's not our fault, yeah. right? Because I teach this to my clients, um, all our beliefs, everything we pick up uh, that consciously we did, we're not aware of is embedded in our subconscious mind yeah. between zero to seven years of age, yeah. where before our prefrontal cortex is not developed. So what that means is when I'm, let's say, three years old, four years old, somebody's telling me, oh, you look ugly. I take that as, a, oh, yeah, that's the truth. That's I'm ugly. I, I can't reject that. Right. And once this executive center developed in the brain, we, you know, like nine years old, somebody comes to say, oh, you know, you look really trashy today. He'll be like, no, I don't. I don't think so. Right. I can make that determination that that is not the truth. But between yeah. zero to seven years age, you don't have that capability. So whatever you're injected in you from your parents or you're observing, OK, uh, there's a lot of money issues. Right. We ha- all yeah. have. Right. Lack. Uh, I had that. My parents argued all the time about money. So I picked up that not having money is painful. And, you know, so that was the association for me. It's like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta really work on hard and make money. And so I can be happy, but that's the belief, right? That to be happy doesn't equal to having a lot of money. And it all depends on like, you are not feeling worthy. Right. If you read Erickson's stage of development, you will see at eight or nine years of age, when we need the most love, attention from the parents, if that's missing, mm-hmm. that ruined the whole future. Yeah. And, you know, we go through life, experience certain things. We're looking through a lens, right, that develop zero to seven years of age, not knowing that. It's not our fault. But we need to understand that it's, 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 it's not who we are. Right. It's the environment that we pick up on and then we create we make decisions based on those beliefs and identity we develop early on in age. So there's different levels to this. Like you have your it's subconsciously you have your identity. What do you identify with? I am an expert extrovert, for example. Some people identify with being an extrovert. Some people say, oh, I'm I am a, uh, you know, I am a rich person or I'm abundant. Well, you can say that consciously, but subconsciously has to match. You have to be congruent. So that's where the limiting beliefs comes in. That's where the values, values are driven. Uh, Those values drive our behaviors and habits. So those three levels, identity, values, and beliefs, those three things stacked up in your subconscious mind that basically determines what you do every day. At what stage the identity has to be developed in a proper way that you can feel the value for the future for yourself? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's a loaded question. But um, <laughs> so zero to seven years of age, obviously, we talked about that. And then there's different stages after that that you can... Um, you can accept or reject certain belief systems, uh, but it's we're all influenced at certain stages. For example, I can give you my daughter as an example. Uh, when she was high, going to high school, even though she, you know, we, me and her, we're very close. We're very tight. Like we're like not really so much daughter and, and, you know, mother kind of thing, but it's like best friends. Even at that time, she was going through this stage where she did not, listen to what I was saying at all. What her influence was her friends, whoever she talked to at school, that was like, they would say stupid stuff stuff. And she was like, yeah, that's true. I like it. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, there's no way that's true. Like, can't you see that? So I was like having that, you know, my mind was like going crazy and how am I going to influence her? So there's different stages where you're being influenced by your teachers, your friends. And then later on, when you become and become a business person, which is like around 20 years old, you're influenced by business mentors, business people around you. So there's always the influence, but Mm -hmm. your identity, your, your core is between zero to seven of age. 
And I think a lot of our listeners right now, we are in still in the corporate world where we are have a W two job and we're progressing in our careers. And mm-hmm. I think you've also mentioned that you've also kind of done that corporate progression, becoming a director and everything. So at what point did you start to get into the mindset and personal development side of things? Yes. Where did that spark? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great question. I love that question. So, um, so I was, you know, I was, uh, getting, you know, uh, going up in the corporate ladder for a while. And like I said, I wasn't happy from outside. It looked like I had everything going. Uh, but I, I had really anger issues. Like I, I would, I would get triggered like that. It, I, I would, I was miserable at work. Actually, I would come home and I was like, Oh my God, like, I just don't want to go to work the next day. What can I do to <laughs> prevent, you know, my, Myself, get sick or something. It was really, really bad. And my triggers, of course, spill into my relationship with my husband, my daughter, right? And impacted that anger that I have bottled up inside with my dad, with all that trauma and not forgiving him, all the abuse that went on. Um, I didn't release that. So I started looking at different things. I was like, okay, okay. So I can do law of attraction. I can raise my frequency, my vibration. We all know law, law of attraction, right? What we, yeah. So I tried that. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm, you know, experiencing some things that better, right? I'm feeling better. I would do chakras, meditation. I was like, okay, what can I do? What else can I do? So I started looking at all these things and I was practicing, you know, different things, different modalities, tapping and, uh, you know, yoga and everything. And, and I was like, okay, I still don't feel like I am, you know, shifting in my reality. I'm still struggling at work. Uh, yeah, I have good days, but I have bad days. I was like all over the place, up and down, up and down. I was like, okay, this law of attraction, these other things I'm doing, it's not working. What am I supposed to do? And it came to the point where uh, it was a breaking point for me. Um, I, and, and I was like, okay, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, I got to find something. What is it? So... I've run into uh, the the program that where they teach you to release all your limiting beliefs and emotions. Uh, it's called a mental and emotional release. And it's part of a program that is called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Uh, so it's not the same thing, but it's a program that teaches you that. So I had my breakthrough. They, they uh, put you through this uh, program where you can tap into the subconscious mind. Like I told you guys, I had, you know, anger and fear and all these things that was blocking me from seeing clearly and creating my reality and really achieving that, uh, you know, the potential we have, right? We all have that potential, unlimited potential. What is that, right? It's like Buddha that was covered with mud that they chip away and there's gold inside. You guys know that story? Maybe in another time. But we all have that gold inside that, you know, waiting to be discovered. And everybody has that. Everybody, you, 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 everybody has that. So that was the breaking point for me. I chipped away with that process and got into that goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that all you were so superficial, you were just laying down on the surface to trying to find the solution. The solution Mm -hmm. was deep inside. You have to go back in time in your mind to find that solution. And you also need to have the have the tools, right? Yeah. You can't just say, oh, you need to go inward. A lot of us do that. You can journal. I was doing that. I was journaling. I was doing meditation. I mean, like meditation in the morning, meditation at night. And during the weekends, I would go meditate on the beach, which was very nice. But (laughs) going inward, it only helps you to a certain point. You still have to have the certain tools and process to be able to process certain emotions, Right. Like I had no idea that I had to go back to my childhood and release those emotions that I've been keeping inside all these years. Right. And because here's a trick, though, I want to I want you to listeners to pay attention to what I'm about to say. When something happens when you're young, you make a decision like me. I made a decision. I'm not worthy. Right. Because of what was happening. What your brain does is we're, we're, we're wired this way. When, when you make a decision, your brain says, Oh, great. You made a decision. I'm going to show you everything that evidence to that. All the evidence you need for that, for that decision, whether good or bad. Okay. So that was not a good decision for me. Right. Yeah. And even though it wasn't a good decision, this is the subconscious power that we have. That was, that was subconscious decision, not a conscious decision. 
Right. So it's saying, okay, I'm going to show you the evidence. I'm going to make that a reality for you. And that is what I'm talking about. Once you tap into that subconscious, have the tools like the breakthrough that I had, oh, everything just took, 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 clicked for me. I was like, oh my God, I've been living in, you know, somebody else's reality. I've been living in this, you know, cage uh, that I thought that, you know, um, I was not good enough that I couldn't make anything happen. It wasn't that. It was just that those emotions that was holding me back, those limiting beliefs were holding me back. Once I tap into that, I was like a free, free out of the cage experience. Yeah, shifting the reality. Mm-hmm. So, so for someone who's not experienced these type of personal development experiences, can you tell us a little bit what exactly is NLP here? And mm-hmm. What was that experience like tapping into, you said tapping to yourself and the limited belief. Can you explain those terminologies in like layman's terms? Yeah. So NLP is basically, um, helps you use your neuro, your, how you wired, right? Neurolo- neurologically, understanding how your brain works with language because language matters. Right. What we say matters in the in the world of NLP, you can use language to change your understanding of the world and it helps you communicate in a different level with people that you work with, you have close relationship with and interpret in a way that it's more empowering. And the programming speaks to obviously how we're programmed beliefs and values and, you know, identities that we have, how that is coming to play. It's kind of like, think of it this way. When you have a car, right? You guys are guys. So I'm going to talk about cars. (laughs) So when you have a car, it comes with a manual, right? Sometimes you're like, oh, what is this button? Oh, I don't know what this button is. Let me look at the manual, right? So NLP is that manual for your brain. Makes sense? Yeah, just press it. See what happens. Whoop. See what happens. <laughs> I think this is my favorite topic, like, you know, mindset, psychology and everything. Yeah. You said something about language. I was listening to Tony Robbins and mm-hmm. let's pick any topic. Let's say we are fighting. And if mm-hmm. Austin asked me, oh, you know, Sue is very irritating, something like this. And we had, we had a really big fight. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's a little, uh, like, little irritating. Irritating? She's so bad. She had a big fight. Irritating. I change the language, put the big fight in a small word. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this, it doesn't make me too much difference to me. Because it's For the record, bad. I never said that. No, I'm just giving an example. You can say like, Aman is crazy, idiot, or whatever you want to say it. But if, I, if you say, oh, he's a little irritating. Like, irritating is not. It's a, he's a big mess. How are you saying it's just irritating? Your mm-hmm. language change mm-hmm. your mindset right away. Yeah. If I'm so tired and I say, oh, if other person is bothering me, yeah, irritating. I don't have to mm-hmm. be like, oh, he's, pardon me, French. He's a super freaking asshole. <laughs> Whatever. I said, he's an idiot. That's it. Yeah. So emotions. Yeah. So that's great example. So emotions have levels, right? Yeah. If I say something like I'm frustrated with him or with her, that's one thing. But if I say I'm angry with her. Yeah. I'm angry with her. Like there's a level, like there's a difference between, oh, I'm just frustrated with her or even put in a little, uh, you, like you said, the word in the front, I'm a little irritated by this versus I am super irritated by it. You see what I mean? Like it, it it has levels. You can use the language to really lower it down and, and see where you're at at the level, like scale, right? Are you scaling up? You're escalating or do you want to use your language to bring it down a little bit so that you can manage it? Oh, Amla tinkered. Tinkered? Are you really serious? (laughs) Tinkered, okay. Thanks to Tony Robbins. He, I read his book. Really? That's what you want to say? He was making a big mess. Yeah, little tinkered. Because I'm yeah. not giving my energy to that person to make my reality in a worse way. Right. I'm yeah. That, I'm not using that word. I'm using the word that can load it down, not just like explode it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the most important, here, here's the thing. We're talking about emotions and words, how we use words. Yeah. And I, you know, I talk about this a lot is it kind of goes into a little bit about 
is self-love, right? Yeah. It, it, and, and because we are the worst critics of, of, of ourselves. Have you ever noticed mm -hmm. that? Like, you'd be like, oh my God, I don't look good on camera. I, you know, I, I, you know, my accent, right? Like whatever, or my beard, like it's, I have to like, you know, make it, whatever it is, you know, we're the worst critic of ourselves. I'm not good at this. Oh my gosh, I suck at this, right? And how we talk to ourselves internally, yeah. Not just externally, right? Internally, yeah. because that conversation goes on forever. You can't cut yeah. that off. Like, if I don't like you, I can say, okay, I'm gonna see you later. And I can just walk away from you and not have another word and calm down, come back. Yeah. But internal dialogue goes on forever. You can't shut that off. So it's so important to focus on empowering words and what you're saying to yourself and catch it. Yeah. Catch what you're saying to yourself, right? I used to say so many things like, um, uh, oh, I can't, I can't do that. I can't, I can't be like, I, I didn't even like the way I sounded. My, now I love it. But you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't even want to listen to myself because all those conditioning I have, oh, you have an accent or yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, I don't know. It, it, I, what did you say? I didn't understand, you, you know, because your accent, right? <laughs> so I was, I, I couldn't even listen to myself. I was like, oh, I don't like the way I sound. No. No, I, you know, that's, that's so important to, to really, that goes back to identity, right? What are you identifying with? Do you really identify with someone that in that relationship you have with yourself, right? I, I mean, it's so important. Yeah. I want to yeah. share a recent experience. I was driving, I was getting late. There was a traffic. There's a, oh. The whole lane is empty. The guy in front of me, he's listening to music, enjoying going slow. Yeah, I could be like, this guy's idiot. I've, I said it this way. This guy is idiot. You know, he's making the whole traffic slow. Then I was mm -hmm. like, no, I don't have to get mad. Yeah. He was a little irritated. I wait for like 30 <laughs> seconds, change the lane, went my own way. I don't have to make my mindset in a worse way just mm -hmm. because of him. I just use yeah. an easy word to make the easy solution. If Absolutely. Say, oh, this guy's like, no, he's he's a big ass. He don't know how to drive. What is he doing? I can be like, make my mindset, make my I don't know how what word should I use is like giving my peace to him. Yeah, yeah, and you know it, it's it's so interesting because um, it, you know you you could be stuck in traffic. I used to commute, and I you know I was like, oh my gosh, like you know people here in Miami they crazy crazy driving i don't know where you were driving but like i'm in la la <laughs> i feel sorry for you <laughs> okay similar let's just say <laughs> but uh yeah i mean you know people go through actual red light you know they don't stop they just go i'm not talking about last minute okay you've been sitting there it's been red for a few seconds and they go through <laughs> uh Pretty dangerous stuff. But anyway. I, uh, I call them top G. <laughs> top G? What does that mean? Oh, my God. I'm going to stop with that. Okay. Well, you have to explain what top G is because I don't know. All right. I'm top gun? Top gun. Like, gangster. Like, he don't care. Let's just call him top gun, maybe. Top G, right? Top gun. <laughs> I have another story for top gun. I'll tell you after the uh, podcast. <laughs> okay. 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 I love top gun. But yeah, I mean, you know, you can either sit there and say, this person is making you do something or feel certain way, right? That's not, that's not the truth, is it? Because nobody's making you do anything or feel any way. It's, it's you, you doing that. Yeah. You have, that's the thing. I love that, you know, you recognizing that because you are responsible for your own actions. You're responsible the way you feel. On happiness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, they, it's an internal job, right? People yeah. say that. That's why. Yeah. That's why I mentioned is this is going to be my favorite um, podcast episode. That's right. That's right. So, so should we talk about real estate? Because I know your listeners interested in, uh, interested in real estate, right? Yes. I was about to ask that question on behalf of my listeners. Because <laughs> how the, I mean, I love this topic. I can talk about this all day. This is what I live and die for is being aware about my subconscious mind and how I am making a conscious choice in my life instead of going in life in an autopilot mode without yeah. making any decisions and have other things making decisions for me. So does 
all of this having to do with real estate at all? I mean, real estate investing, isn't it all about numbers and capitals and networks? Where does all of this fit in? Oh, great question. So all these things, you listeners listening, we're going to make connection here, make the dots connect. So just to tell you a little bit about me, how I made the connection and get into real estate, because about, I, I want to say 15 years ago, do you guys, you guys know Robert Kiyosaki, right? Everybody knows Robert Kiyosaki, right, right. So, but you're young enough, you probably don't know. Back in the day, he had a program where you can actually, back in the day, you could actually go into a big conference room and they would present the information. You would go back in the room to buy stuff. Remember those days? <laughs> so we Not did just about real estate, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, he he had a he actually he actually had a program for real estate. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, back then um, the 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 game we were playing was different, right? Oh, there you go. Oh, oh wow. Okay, we have we have to have a separate conversation about that that picture. <laughs> But back in the day, they had this program. You can get into program. They would teach you how to invest in real estate. We signed up for that program. So he had the cash flow um, uh, software game. We even bought yeah. the game and we would make our daughter play the game, understand cash flow, how to use money. That was like 15 years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago. And so we did that. And we didn't make any traction with that whatsoever. And we would see people, oh, yeah, we're doing this, we're doing that. We were like, okay, so what, what are we doing here? So we gave up. We were like, okay, that's, that didn't work. Then we get into a couple of different businesses and we're like, yeah, no, that's not for us. And it didn't work. We made some money here, but we lost it and all kinds of things. So everything is created in the mind first. So if you have a cluttered mind, if you have the the mind that it's not performing, it's not functioning at the top level, like we just talked about, releasing all the things that blocking you, then you're not going to see what's in the front of you like we didn't back then. And all the way through all those years, starting different businesses. Now, a couple of years ago, we uh, obviously I had my breakthrough, right? I, I started seeing things so clearly that I was like, oh my God, I, I actually can create wealth. Like I can do this. And I started doing different things and looking at the businesses and we're, you know what? We're not, I'm not afraid of real estate anymore. You know, I was afraid of it. I was like, oh, these are the big dogs, right? Like, how am I going to even do something with, don't, don't you see on TV? Like everybody's talking about millions they're making and what am I? Who am I to make millions? Right. Yeah. No longer. Right. I had my breakthrough. I was like, no, 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 no. This is the game I want to play too. And I can. You see the confidence, the shift in my mind? So it's everything's created in the mind first. So I signed up for real estate and then the history, you know, obviously we have properties now. We're way into, you know, real estate and making more deals and doing better and better. We're start actually talking about doing another business that complements our real estate business. So we're not afraid anymore. We're just really tapping into our mind to create what we want to create. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to say something about mindset again. When people say real estate investment is hard, starting a podcast is hard, this thing is Mm -hmm. hard. Why it has to be easy? If that's easy, anybody could do it. Why things has to be easy? You want to make money? You want to create wealth? Why it has to be easy? If, the, if that's easy, we won't have any homeless people. We won't have any issues in society. Things are hard. That's why they are there. And You know, I love that you brought that up because that's the mindset that I had, right? Oh, look at these people making millions of dollars. How am I going to do that? It's hard to do that. Like, how, where do I come up with the money? Or I, I, where do I even start? What do I look at? What? How do I? I didn't have financial literacy. You see, I had no idea my expenditures and how I can get out of debt and how I can raise money to make deals happen, all of those things. But the mind says you're not good enough. And it's like you're saying it's hard, but not necessarily. So this is I reframe that I reframe that because in my in my experience, when you say it's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. That doesn't mean though, that doesn't mean that you don't, you don't have to be disciplined, that you don't have to give up on things, that you don't have to invest in your education. 
Yeah. Most people, most people don't want to give up watching TV. Most people yeah. don't want to get out there, you know, get out of the couch and really do some, yeah, self-reflection and say, oh, wait a minute. I, I have some things I need to work on and I need to change my life. That's a risk. That's a huge step people don't want to take. I re- let me give you an example that most people don't know about me. So I'm going to say something here that hopefully it won't come back around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was miserable, I would come home and I would watch video games, particularly COD, uh, which is like a gun game. Okay. You're shooting people. Okay. You, okay. So I used to play video games, which is really like very odd thing to do for a woman, right? Come home. Hi. I can't cook dinner. I'm going to play video games. Okay. So it's weird. But I did that because I was trying to escape the, the unhappiness, the, the dullness, that emptiness I had inside. And I had some, you know, I was drinking. I was, I was ref- deflecting, kind right? What's not mechanism. working. Yeah. Coping yeah. mechanism. Right. So a lot of us do that. A lot of us just want to go home. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to put on a movie, forget about my problems, and hopefully they'll go away tomorrow. But that doesn't happen. It happens when we don't want to hold ourselves accountable. Right. Right. And don't think that you're a victim, right? Like, yeah. oh, you know, my parents didn't raise me a certain way. I don't have money. I really don't. I don't have the key. I don't have ability. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the, you know, the, you know, resources, right? Like, I don't have anything even, to do. Yeah. Even people in the relationships, when they break up, they jump at another one because their mind is like, no, I don't want to face that uh, pain. I want pleasure i don't want to go hard way i want to go easy way mm-hmm. people jump from one relationship to another to another to another just as a coping mechanism they don't want to hold themselves accountable so i want to take a moment here perfect perfect i thank you for that Aman. i want to take a moment for all of those who's listening right now okay i want to take a moment to tell you there is hope it doesn't matter where you come from it doesn't matter who who raised you? Okay. Remember my story. It doesn't matter who raised you. It doesn't matter that you don't have resources. It's possible. Okay. I am now, I'm not going to say exactly how old I am, but I'm not young, right? I'm over 50 and I don't sit here and say, I am too old to do anything. I am too old to start something new. I, my, I didn't have any resources. I created my own resources. Okay. So it's, I want you to know that it's possible. If you really look at things from a different perspective, don't sit there and say, well, you know what? Um, you know, I don't know how to do this, so it's not going to work for me. And I just did other things in the past. I have, and I gave up. I was like, oh, this is not for me. I'm not an entrepreneur. I have zero entrepreneurs in my family. That was my identity, right? I didn't have identity that said, oh, I, you can be an entrepreneur. You can go out there and take risks and create something new. I always thought that I was not a creative person. That was my identity before. So I'm here to tell you that there's so many possibilities for you. Please, please, please. If anything you want to take away from this podcast, I want to, I want you to think about what's possible. Start there. What's possible for you? Just sit down and think about what's possible for you. And for me, I had the breakthrough. Yes, I had tools, but you can also by just getting out of that victim mentality to say, you know, I, I am not that person anymore. I am this person, whatever that is for you. I am abundant. I am a uh, deal maker. I'm an investor, whatever it is. Change your identity. Yes. And start there. Start there. Make a decision though. That's the first step. So today, when you listen to this, you're going to go, whatever you go, sit down, make a new decision. Whatever decision you made in the past is not applicable to you anymore. Make a new decision. I want to make a comment. Yes. I'm going to make what you said in an easy language. Find the pattern and change the pattern. Right. Right. Yeah. Thanks to Tony Robbins. I love that guy. (laughs) 
Yeah, me too, right? <laughs> Everybody loves Tony. Because it's not so much about how we're trying to convince ourselves, oh, we needed to do this. It's not, it's, it's, it almost has nothing to do with kind of pushing yourself to it. It's like a switch that can just mm-hmm. like, yeah because you see always there yeah exactly so you you didn't have the so zero to seven years old we talked about you don't have that ability to make a new decision somebody says something to you can't say oh i'm not going to believe in that i'm going to believe in this right you don't you can't do that but now you can now you can say you know what my dad used to say you know uh, you have to work hard to make money did your, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. My dad used to say that, oh, right? My dad used to say that too. Right. So we all have so many beliefs instilled in it. You know, I want to, I want to say something about our parents because we talked about them a lot today. They did the best they could. Mm-hmm. They did the best with what they had because they had their own traumas, right? They had their own belief system and that's what they thought was the best at the time. And I, I have forgiven my dad. I, I actually love him because he made me who I am. If, if the things didn't happen to me at that age, the way they did, I would be somewhere else in my life. So I'm so grateful that ha- what happened to me happened to me. So we can forgive and move forward and understand that we can change what we're conditioned to believe. Hmm. Yeah, go ahead, Amar. Yeah. So- you said about trauma. Many people, mm-hmm. because these are traumas in the subconscious mind. Many people right. have those traumas, but they don't even know they have traumas. They realize it when it's too late. Yeah. And how do people... It's never too late. <laughs> it's never you know, some, too late. You know, sometimes <laughs> people, are, people are doing the same mistake in their, all their relationships, in their businesses, mm-hmm. but they're ruining their partnerships, but they don't know that's because of the trauma not the partner partner is bad mm-hmm. and yeah before they ruin everything when can they find about these things that they can get better and understand yeah At what age well i mean everybody is on a different journey everybody's yeah. mind is wired that's what everybody is so beautiful to me because when i talk to people you know their mind like i'm fascinated by how they think right because everybody's different so we can't just put an age to it oh you know at this age you can rewind so there's right now there's so much research in uh, neuroscience we know that you can change your mind at any age mm-hmm. neuroplasticity right we heard mm-hmm. we all heard about that yes no okay what shake your head yes <laughs> What that means is to your listeners, neuroplasticity, if you haven't heard about it, what that means is you can rewire your brain at any age. And I just gave you the secret to it. The secret to it is to make a new decision because your neurons firing the same way, right? Over and over again. When, you, when you're in the old you, that me, my old me was, oh, I'm not, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. Or I don't even know how, where to start. Am I, am I going to lose my money? Am I going to be successful? What if somebody, you know, sees my failures and reject, you know, all that good stuff, right? Old me. And the new me, I had to make a decision. I was okay, that's, I am going to make this work. Yeah. I am going to be an investor. Don't worry about the how. Okay, I'm going to give you another secret, another gem. Your conscious mind, okay, write this down if you want to write this down. Your conscious mind is the goal setter. You set goals with your conscious mind. Your subconscious mind is the goal getter. Uh Hmm. Okay, so you set a goal and your subconscious mind goes, okay, how is how is your subconscious mind? It shows you possibilities. It shows you different paths. And now that you have new neurons firing, firing, firing the same way, you're looking at the different way. You're seeing things in the front of you that you wouldn't see before. You see? That's the beauty of making a new decision. It, you know, I can always help you work with you, do the breakthrough. But if you don't want to, you know, have that conversation, let's say with me, continue that conversation, write down the new decision and identify with that new decision and let the subconscious show you new possibilities. I think they're very excited for this episode. <laughs> like yeah. you're just hearing your yeah. left I and right. You. I don't want to <laughs> discourage that. This so please a, go ahead. One of the a favorite topic. I made a decision. No matter what happened, I'm gonna say, "Oh, I'm good." That's it. Like if some, if you ask me, "How are you?" I'm good. 
Even if there's mm-hmm. a tsunami, earthquake, I don't care. I'm yeah. Good. Yeah. But you, you know, you have to be careful with that. <laughs> you can say I'm good. I'm getting better and better. <laughs> and this is, this is kind of goes into always, always positive method attitude, right? That's, that's, we need to pay attention to. But I want to get into a little bit about your mind, your subconscious mind. Conscious, you may say I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But it's subconscious. There's something there. Now you're in conflict with what you're saying. What you're saying has to be believable. So you can say something like this. Let's say there's an earthquake. It's hard to say I'm good. Like you lost everything, right? I mean, let's be real here, right? You can sit there and say, you know what? I lost my house. I, you know, sit down and cry if you have to, okay? Be in the moment, okay? Feel that emotion. Don't hang on. That's the key. Don't hang on to that emotion. Sit down and experience it. Okay. Then you say, okay, I lost the house. I lost this. Hopefully there's no person that you love been lost. That's a bigger loss. But if it's a materialistic thing, you can say, okay, I lost this. Okay. Okay. What do I need to next to take care of myself and make my life better? Right? Like how, what, how can I raise, rise from this? How can I rise from the ashes? Right? How do I do that? Yeah. And Start looking at ways. Okay. So I, I need to find a place, basic needs. You, I need to go find a place to live. Now that's taken care of. Okay. I need to go back and take care of XYZ. So you set a plan for you yeah. to, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to raise from the ashes. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take care of my family. It's going to be okay. That's, that's when you okay. face, when you yeah. face what's going on, instead of ignoring it, you're playing the game in a different level, right? Most of us mm-hmm. look at what's happening. We're like, oh, no, 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 that, yeah, that's not, no, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to acknowledge it. If I don't acknowledge it, I'm okay. No, that's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Every day I wake up in the morning. I just say one thing, as long yes. as God is making me, waking me up in the morning, I'll achieve everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. If, even if there's an earthquake, I'm going to sit and wait for like five minutes oh yeah what's the next step right right because i'm not just going to sit and cry the house is gone yeah what's the next step call the insurance so, company yeah. <laughs> get the claim <laughs> hopefully you have insurance you have insurance okay <laughs> awesome awesome well we don't have earthquakes in florida we have hurricanes so you know okay, and we got hit by hurricanes all the time i mean you know we get I think the last one, really bad one, was two years ago. And we, I mean, we didn't have a lot of damage, but there's, you know, it is always that. Here's the beauty of life, guys. So, you know, whether you're an investor, whether you're a business owner, or you're working with W2, there's always going to be something. That's, that's what the, the, the beauty of being alive, because how do you feel alive? If everything's always good, do you, okay, you feel good? For a while, but you're like, okay, I'm bored. Like, what's next? That's how we're wired. Keep that reality in mind as well. If you had to go back in time, what you're going to take? What you're going to do next step? Yeah. Yeah. So so when I... All right. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Austin. It's kind of a comment. Like, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't focus on positivity. I don't focus on negativity. I focus on achieving the greatness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what do you want to say about that? Oh, God, that's... <laughs> so what do you mean when you say you don't focus on negative, you don't focus on positive, just greatness? Explain to me a little bit more. How can I get better? How mm-hmm. can I be best? Yeah. How can yeah. I make my best version of myself? What I'm learning Absolutely. today? Those things. Yeah. And that is a mindset. <laughs> that is a mindset. It's, it's not like I, I, all the things we've been talking about right here that you, making a new decision, uh, seeing the possibilities and really like, you know, we talked about going inward, but you have to face yourself in the face of whatever you're facing, right? Mm. Because whatever we create, we create. It's not just created on its own. Like things doesn't appear out of nowhere. Like when I was having issues with work, with people and, you know, I always felt like people were after me. Like they were coming out. Oh, they're trying to get me fired or, you know, take away certain because I I've always felt like I had this kind of like not being good enough. Right. Not being good enough. So it's showing up in places where you may not even think it's showing up. 
So you really need to kind of say, okay, why, why is this, why am I, why am I experiencing this right now in this area of life? And you may be, you may be that you have the perfect relationship and you're, you're, you can't make the money. Or it could be that you're okay with the money, but you don't have the relationship. You see what I mean? Like you need to say, okay, why, why this is not working for me? And what has uh, my experiences that I had growing up and those experiences that tie to my decisions, my beliefs, my identity, sit down and really think about that. Mm -hmm. Right. And then say, okay. Like you said, greatness, right? Be obsessed about it. Like I, I want to be better than yesterday, right? Yeah. And you do too. And so that's where it, that's where it starts. How, how we can face ourselves because a lot of people, it's really hard. Like for example, I was coaching my client today and, uh, we got into a little bit of relationship conversation. I, I'm a business coach, so I don't do relationship. Uh, but because I love him so much, I was like, okay, let's take a, take a peek. What's going on? <laughs> let's talk about it. So, uh, so he was like, okay, okay. So he was like, okay, so I love my wife. Um, and he, she loves me like unconditionally. It's just amazing love. Right. I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? <laughs> so he was like, okay, when she says, I love the way you are because he, we're working on some of the things that is like, you know, health wise and things like that. He wants to have a better body because, you know, he's aging and he's looking at that. So he was like, when he when she says, I love you the way you are, I, I, I believe her, but deep inside, I'm like, Triggers. I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't feel it. Like I, I, so, so working with the subconscious, subconscious what triggers. we discovered, what we discovered is that he doesn't love himself. Yeah. Subconscious triggers. Right. So you don't love yourself, right? When I, if I don't love myself, it's so hard for me to accept love, unconditional love from somebody else. Yeah. Right. So it all starts with you. It all starts with you. And once you figure that out, once you have that kind of self-reflection, just kind of say, see what's going on, what has happened and how, how I can change that and how I can rewire my brain by making new decisions. And now you're taking steps forward. And then of course, I'm always here, right? I'm, I'm loving to have these conversations. You can always reach out to me and have a deeper me conversation. Me too. <laughs> I think yes. Austin is having a breakthrough. <laughs> Boy, Austin is break. awesome. He's always having a breakthrough, right, Austin? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it, Sue. Appreciate it, man. All right. So I want to continue this conversation forever, but I do want to shift here and ask one question that yes. I've been meaning to ask for like three times, but Aman, <laughs> oh. you, you have so many value to share. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> So when it comes to the different limiting beliefs that you have worked with with your clients when it comes to real estate investing what are the most common limiting beliefs that you have encountered oh god that's that's a loaded story loaded question um well so he's austin one <laughs> wait do we have another hour okay we don't but <laughs> let me let me steal it down to one main area i think that not just the investor, but we all experience. If you want to create wealth, mm -hmm. we really need to work on our relationship with money, yeah. right? Like for example, um, I, I had a client that, uh, and I, I experienced this myself as well, so it's not just clients, but he was like, okay, so I want to invest in this and this and this and this. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. You know, I was like, okay, well, when you invest in that, you're, isn't that you're investing in yourself? You're investing in yourself, right? You're, you know, you're going to get education. You're going to get a, you know, uh, all these extra tools and process and, you know, it's going to take you to the next level, right? It's like, yeah, but you know, I, I, I just don't know if I, you know, he has the money, like he can come up with the money, but he had money blocks, Right. Like we all want to we all want to get to the level where we don't have to worry about money. And that's one thing that I I see over and over and over again, our relationship with money. How do we work on that? And let me give another tip. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, interesting because people talk to me and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to make million dollars this year. I'm awesome. Great. Then I work with them. It's like consciously they, they know they want to make more money. They want to be wealthy. They want to make a change in the world, right? 
But subconsciously, they don't believe they can do that because they have money blocks. They don't have a good relationship with money. They can't spend the money. They are hanging on to money, right? All of those things is sign. One thing you need to ask yourself to see your limiting belief about money is, uh, when I was growing up, money was blank. What was money when you were growing up? Hmm, right? Kiwi. when I was growing up. Like, I, it was lack. I grew up with lack. Like, we just talked about money doesn't grow on trees. So I thought, okay, yeah. money is this taboo. Like, I I'm have to work my butt off to make it. So, yeah, your relationship with money just comes up all the time. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Sue. And yeah, of course. Go, go and find out more about you. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so I want to, I want to honor, you know, all of your listeners listening to this and thank you so much for being here, listening to this. I want to continue the conversation. It's not a sales call, please. Um, I'm a horrible salesperson. <laughs> no, I'm not, but I'm not here to sell anything. <laughs> uh, what I'm here to do, what I'm here to do is to really help people. That's my passion. So I want to continue this conversation. So please reach out, uh, Subodin uh, Pathfinder on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, Subodin Pathfinder. If you Google Subodin Pathfinder, you'll find me. SBPathfinder.com. That's my webpage. You can book a call. It's free. One hour free strategy session. We can sit down and really deep down. You think that you're getting value out of this? I can give even more value when we're doing a one-on-one because it's more customized to you. So let's have a conversation. I'm I'm getting a lot of value out of it. Look at my face. I'm glowing. (laughs) Yes. And I can see the shift like, oh, wow. You're like, I don't know if it was the jumping that helped you, but I don't know. (laughs) This is one of my favorite topics. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate it. Last question. Last question. If somebody has to learn more about mindset, what book Mm -hmm. they can read that they can give that, get any kind of breakthrough? What book? Oh my goodness. I'm just going to give a couple of people to follow because, um, when I look at books, I don't, I don't read books that mainstream, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you may not be familiar with the books. Um, one of them, okay, I'll, I'll give one. I'll give one. Um, How to Raise Your sal- Salary is by Napoleon Hill. So now, now I want to say something here, okay? It's not Think Grow Rich. It's a book that is hidden that I found because I like to, I like to do research on authors and things like that. So get that book. It's on my Facebook. Go to my Facebook, Subodin Pathfinder. Find that video. I talk about the book a lot. Uh, and it shows the cover and everything. You can see it and get a feel for what I'm talking about. Uh, get that book and also follow like Bruce Lipton and Dr. Joe Dispenza. Obviously, Tony Robbins, but these are like mainstream. Um, you can always follow me because I talk about mindset and how I can help you. Uh, but those are the people that I think I would start there because they talk about conditioning, right? Programming, how to, how do we break from from a matrix, right? Like ma- we're plugged into the matrix and we're working, 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 but there's a different word out there. Unplug, right? How do you do that? So I would start there. And then of course, you know, we can talk further if, if you need more help. I'm glad that you shared the word matrix. <laughs> my favorite movie, my favorite movie. <laughs> I want to get when the bullets fly and I want to do that. Go back like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, you know, dodging things when I before I had my breakthrough. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for being so much, here with Sue. us today, Sue. Yeah. yeah I, such a great session. Yeah. Thank you guys. I, I love you guys. Uh, I think that this is amazing what you're doing. Um, and to all the listeners, I love you guys. Um, you know, like I said, so many possibilities. So I hope that you're inspired and this, uh, you know, makes you want to take action. That was my goal. When I joined, I was like, I want somebody to take action. If I, if you take action, that's a win. So that's a win for everybody. One more unplugged from the matrix. Go get it. Go get it. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> Thanks All right. So much. See you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening. In. All right. Thank you everyone. Thank you. That's it for this episode of First Gen Mastery. Tune in next week for more insights, inspirations, and actionable tips to help you master your path to abundance and freedom. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.